Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. Julius, what does it mean to bring the playoffs back to the city of New York for the first time since 2013? Uh, it means a lot. You know, we do it for you guys, uh, us as a team, we're doing it for each other, playing for each other, um, and we're not done yet, so we're excited for the rest, for the rest of the season. What up, Knicks fans? We are in the motherfucking playoffs! Woo! What is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig, <laughs> with the energy tonight? We've had three Monster Energy drinks tonight. Our new sponsor. No, I'm just fucking kidding. And what is up? Blanderson motherfucking Hooper. Everyone's getting it tonight because we are in the motherfucking playoffs. I've said motherfucker four times in the first 30 seconds of this show. I'm doing great, Craig. I'm going to bring the energy now since, you know, if you're going to curse with my name, then I am going to bring the energy. Blandy just leveled up. Let's do this. (laughs) Guys, wherever you listen to the show... Remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that I've been told is an acquired taste. (laughs) Who said that? Your mom? No. (laughs) My mom hated it the first moment she fucking heard it. What do you mean? (laughs) It's an acquired taste. That's like a backhanded compliment, isn't it? (sighs) What, what, what What are acquired tastes that we have out there? Like some like cheeses, right? Like Roquefort cheese. <laughs> Roquefort. I asked you guys to come up with some acquired taste. Barry, you came up with cheese? It's the best I could come up with. Roquefort? Kale, Kale is an acquired taste. Kale yeah. is an acquired taste? Yeah. No. You I you just... started off not liking it, now you love kale. No, I didn't say that I do. I just, Who does? For some people, it's a, you know. Give me Raw something oysters, that you've, you didn't, you didn't like oysters. it first. You didn't like that first, and now you've grown to love it. No, I fucking hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> what? <laughs> raw, oysters? Raw oysters. Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. That's what r- about whiskey? Did you like whiskey the first time you had it? It's a little strong. It's a little off That's like an acquired yeah. taste, I think. Sure. Jazz music, Craig. Oh, Jazz music. That's a good one. <laughs> See, I think we are like the whiskey of Nick's podcasts. Sure, you could go have you could go have wine with Nick's Film School because they're the classiest of the podcast, right? You could have beer with the with the New York Knicks podcast. I don't know what what, what would you have with like the Knicks Wall podcast, like a cranberry vodka? <laughs> what? <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> Guys, I, Boston Nick told me he's been addicted to the show for months. This is a quote. At first, it was an acquired taste due to the vulgarity and raunchiness, but now that I know the rules and personalities, this is hands down my favorite pod. Oh. We know what that's all about. That's the crumb cake right there. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I can like this show. There are fucking crumb cakes in it. Brian, you make any bets this week? Did I make any bets this week? <laughs> no. Okay. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. What a fucking week. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cursing too much. What a week. A roller coaster week, guys. Euphoria, depression, euphoria, depression, euphoria. Euphoria after that Clippers win on Sunday in LA. Depression after losing to the Lakers, also in LA. Missed opportunities at the end of the game, turnovers, shot clock violations, missed rebounds. LeBron and AD talking shit after the game to to Spike. Did you see that? No. I read about it. I read about it. Shaq calling Julius Randle from the studio, Zach Randolph, by accident. I was like, no respect. No respect at all. <laughs> Kaiden Randall, Julius's son, upset after the game. You're in today again. You want to play them again? Yeah. We will play them again. Okay. I want to play him again here. Okay, we will. I want to play again. Okay. After that loss to the Lakers, guys, we dropped to the sixth, all the way from four to six in one fell swoop. And then the next night, the Celtics lose euphoria again. We don't even do anything. The Celtics lose, and we are in the playoffs for the first time since 2013. Julius Randle's quote on Twitter, right when it happens, check it off the list. We not close to done. Oh. Then we got the Spurs. Time to get that bad taste of the Lakers loss out of our mouths. Because, guys, I was fucking depressed. That game that sucked. Morning. That I game was, sucked. I was so as depressed as I've ever been. I, I don't even pissed. know how I'm to handle the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have not dealt with that kind of pressure in, in a long time. And that loss did suck. Yeah. But, but, like, look, I didn't think we were going to get that Clippers game going into it, you know, and even though I thought we were going to come out of that road trip three and three, I wanted that fucking Lakers game. Of course. We had it. We had it right just, there. Yeah. Every, like you spelled it out. Everything that went down in that game, it just plain sucked. And then depression again in the third quarter against the Spurs, down 17 points. We got Jason texting us, Blandy, during the third quarter. Hey, guys, if this game gets out of hand, we can start the show early during the fourth quarter. That's how bad it was. That's right. Your quote. Your text said, this game sucks. And this game sucks. It Mm. did. It sucked. (laughs) And then what happens? R.J. Barrett and Alec Burks pull us out of a 17-point hole to beat that White Walker Popovich (laughs) and win our 39th game of the season. You got to love R.J. Barrett, right? You know? You got to love him. You know who doesn't love him, though? This guy. I would say that Obi has a way higher ceiling than R.J. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to take that out of the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> you better leave that in there. <laughs> he does. Much higher ceiling. RJ with 24 points, nine boards, five assists. He could not miss that corner three. That's his spot. But Alec Burks, guys. He's big. Comes back from being out 30 points. RJ and Alec hit 10 of our 14 three-pointers for the team. Only 14 threes that whole game, 10 from those two guys. Barry, how were you feeling down 17? Were you worried about if you could mentally handle the Lakers loss and then that loss? No, you, you don't want to end the season that way. Uh, going into the first playoffs in eight years, you can't go, you can't go into the postseason 
with these losses and then getting the team feel depressed. This team thrives on the energy of one another. It thrives on momentum. And it would just be a buzzkill to what's been such a special season. So, you know, the the fact that they were able to pull out this win in the fashion that they did, exactly like you said, it got that bad taste of the Lakers game out of my mouth. Um, and yeah, it didn't look good. They were it looked like to me they were moving slowly, sluggishly. Um, but then yeah, you, you, they started that little run, and you just felt the tide coming. It's a bad habit to get into, but they've shown the ability, and we've said it before, to turn it on when they need to. And when they were down 17, at the end of that third quarter, they pulled within like three or two right late in that third. They just turned it on defensively. The Spurs went from hitting everything to hitting nothing. The threes started falling. And thank God, because we would have been starting, if it was up to Jay, we were going to be starting that podcast at the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because he needs to go to sleep. It's true. Jay, were you upset when we came back because we weren't going to be able to start early. No, because, I mean, the game was over early to begin with. So, I, you know, it wasn't it wasn't so bad, you know? It's a, a big win. It's a good win. <laughs> because of the start time. Because the, because the game started at 7.30, it was okay. All right. Yeah, it's a All big right. win. Like, if that had been an 8.30 game, then I would have, you know, then I would have been pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Julius Randle. 25-9-9. and nine. Another big oh. game. Almost a triple-double. 25-9-9. I would say that everything that Julius can do Obi can probably do and more. <laughs> Jay, you are such a fucking prick. All right. <laughs> Pulling out all the Obi receipts from you. What did I do? Wait. You guys might be right, but I'm telling you it's the wrong move. It's a mistake. I don't he think it's the such team. a mistake. He hurts though. the team more than he helps the team. But that's about Julius? They can't trade him and they don't see him as part of this team. He's got one year. And if he becomes a cancer in the locker room because he's not starting or getting minutes over Obi Toppin, it's very easy to wave him. <laughs> How about you play some of Barry's clips? Why is this all a barrage against me, Jay? Because well, you, you're the you one who's coming. you know how much editing coming... I'm to do in the show right now? I have to you're... cut all this shit out because of you. <laughs> it's not cool. I don't want to be up that late, Jay. You're the one who's been coming at me and Barry recently, so. Holy shit. What, you got all this free time on your hands? What are you doing all day? Plus Barry, plus, well, my kids were doing uh, work in their seats today, so I got a little work done while at work. Oh, so you're doing this while you're teaching, uh, teaching the kids? <laughs> be very interesting. I would personally start Obi right off the bat. I think he's the future of this team. Julius Randle, he's in the last year of his contract Jay, here, essentially. can you fucking stop? You've they're taken gonna, over the whole show with this shit. They're not going to keep him beyond this year. They drafted Obi Toppin not to be oh, Julius Randle's backup. Christ. They didn't draft Obi Toppin to keep Julius Randle here beyond this year. Fuck this. There's I'm, no benefit to starting Julius Randle and giving him more minutes. Craig just left his studio. <laughs> Think you ruffled his feathers, Jay. You think? How dare you embarrass me like this on my own fucking show, Jay? <laughs> How dare you? As if I'm the only one who thought this way of Julius Randle. In Craig's defense, I mean, a lot of people were saying the same people? exact A lot of thoughts. people? A lot of people? <laughs> Everybody! Not Barry. Not me. Not Barry? No. Not you. You didn't even watch a fucking Nick game last season, Blandy. You says who? Which how even fucking Nick games did you watch last season? I don't. I don't remember. None. Am I supposed to remember? Probably last none. Season? 
Craig, this is a, a, a night we should be happy. This yeah, is a night we should right. be happy. But Jay, be happy. Jay's Jay's stirring the pot here. <laughs> These last three games are very important. We just we just knocked off one. We got two more to go. All right, this should be a happy night. Exactly. It's the first time we're together with it. The, the Knicks are with certainty in the playoffs. All right, well, fuck you, Jason. Julius Randle finished with, I guess you were right. You were right all along, all right? So one thing you're right about ever in sports <laughs> is that moment. So I understand why you're basking in it. And then me and fucking a million Knicks fans were wrong, but there was one Blanderson Hooper who was right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Would you like me to fucking bow down to you? No, not not at all. No? No. Kiss your bland feet. You want me to do that? Kiss your bland fucking feet? No, I don't want you to do that at all. No. No, that doesn't sound enjoyable at all. Julius finished with 25 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Alec Burks, 30 points, 10 rebounds. RJ Barrett, we mentioned, had a big game. Yeah, he turned around a miserable first half of a game. We have five? I don't know how he ended up. He, He ended up with 24 points, five assists, nine rebounds. Eight of 19 from the field, five of nine from three, after I think starting off two of 10 from the field. He had those four threes in a row. Obviously, Emmanuel quickly, it was his first game back. He was really rusty. He only got 11 minutes. I don't think he got any time in the second half, right? No, he, he was 0 for 4. Just he at got the very pulled. end. He got he pulled after his like, first the free throws. And he, he got pulled for Frank like after only being on the court for like two minutes in that first half. They, they, they must have wanted to tell him something um, before sending him back out you know, for that second short run of his. Yeah, it was right after he threw the ball away. It wasn't even close. Oh, to yeah, yeah, no, he was, he was a mess. And you could hear Thibodeau yell on the sidelines, Frank! <laughs> yeah, I What's was... What's amazing is that Thibodeau, even with Derrick Rose out, we know this, we, it's no secret anymore. Alfred Payton only plays like 10, 11 minutes, and then he's done. Even with Derrick Rose out, and Emmanuel quickly, as rusty as he was looking, throwing the ball away, Thibodeau was furious at how he's playing. He screams down the bench, not for his starting point guard, for Frank. For Frank, who, by the way, I mean, a lot of Frank stands always said that even if even if he didn't work out for the Knicks, he would make a, a really good player on a, on a good playoff team. He'd be a role player. But who would have thought that team would be us? Because yes. in the past couple games, he's looked like a nice little piece off the bench when Thibodeau has no, doesn't know anywhere else to turn. He goes to Frank no, he, he Look, he only played six minutes tonight. There were a big six minutes, and his defense was big, and he's getting a ton of respect from Tibbs. You're seeing that, you know, because Tibbs has a very, very short bench. Um, the fact that he's trotting Nilakina out there in key moments shows a lot, and it's going to give, you know, Nilakina co- the confidence going forward into the playoffs. And, you know, it's not just because Rose was out. It's not just because Quickly wasn't there. We're seeing it in, in, in key moments of the game when the Knicks need their best defenders on the court. And, you know, it almost seemed like, through a lot of this season, not only did Nilakina not always have his offense going, you know, we started off, you know, hot from three at the beginning of the year and then that was that went away. But we even saw like his defense wasn't like jumping out off the screen at us in these games. But these last couple they were. And tonight they were. Fucking bullshit foul call at the end. That was just good defense. Oh yeah. Should not have been a foul call. Great day. Against the Lakers, he came up with some big steals. He's been getting limited minutes, but they're big. They're big minutes at big points of the game. Yeah, and he's coming up big defensively, and he's hitting the open three, which is huge. He had nine points against the Lakers. You're seeing that in limited time, he is a nice piece for Thibodeau. And the fact that he went to him at that crucial part of the game when 
quickly was struggling and not Alfred. I mean, listen, people are, people are saying that Alfred's only starting because it's a business, like a promise to his agent. It's got to be, dude. Dude, why else is he even trotting Elf out there? You said it yourself. He doesn't get back in the game. He's in there for a few minutes, then back to the bench. It's, it's got to be a fucking deal. An under the table deal. It's ridiculous. Like at what at what point though do the Knicks and Thibodeau say like this is this is fucking crazy? They say it May eighteenth. I don't care that we what made day do a the deal playoffs like start, this. Craig. That's when they fucking got to yeah, say it. You think they're gonna be like, yeah, we made a deal with the regular season, motherfucker. Exactly. Not for the That's playoffs. what I'm hoping. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping happens, Craig. Because I I don't want it, and I, and I don't care that you're changing things up for the playoffs. It's a playoffs. Things have to change, all right? And this is the biggest thing that's got to change. Even if it's Rose starting and then quickly spells him for a little bit, Burke spells him at the point, there's no fucking reason to have Alfred starting the game and never comes back in. You've got enough no. guys that you trust. Thibodeau has enough guys that he trusts more than Alfred after the first 10 minutes of the game. Whether you're damn it's Burks, right, Craig. Quickly, Rose, Frank... Randall, who else does Tibbs want handling the ball instead of Alfred? Everybody. And other guys' minutes goes up? Who gives a fuck? Fucking Randall and RJ played 86 minutes tonight in a regular, you know, 48-minute game. I'm fine with it. Yeah, so against the Spurs, Bullock did not really have it. He was three for nine from the field, two for eight from three. He has been playing really well, didn't have it. But thankfully, and I don't want to discount, we're not speaking enough about Alec Burks, because he is the reason that we were able to pull this win out. Oh, yeah. He he just gave him so much offense. Whether it was the threes, driving the lane, handling the ball, running the offense, getting the old-fashioned three-point plays, he was really good. That's, I think, the big thing about him is when he does, when he has an impact on the game like this, it's not just shooting from the outside. He right. does drive into the lane quite quite a bit. You know, with Bullock, you you know it's mostly going to just be, you know, those, those three-point shots, but Burks has that extra added piece to his game. Yeah. Where he's a, a threat from inside and out. He's much more well-rounded. Bullock, when he leaves that three-point line, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Sometimes he can hit that mid-range shot. Yeah. But when he's dry, he dry, he drove the lane a few times, passed it out, gets intercepted. Like He he just needs to be hitting threes, yeah, which but he's it, great at. And, but but, the, but his, the best thing he's at is his defense. Yes. I mean, it's nonstop. Yeah. For, for a while, he held. they were saying he held DeRozan to like just a few points, and then DeRozan broke out when they- Took that 17-point lead. And the Knicks got it done from the stripe tonight. 18 for 18, which ended up being huge in such a close game. Guys, two games left. 39 wins. We got a chance to win 41 games this season. It is entirely realistic we walk away with 41 wins on the year. In a 72-game season, Craig. In a 72 That would have been unbelievable season. in a regular 82-game season. And the Knicks have a chance to do it in 72. The Knicks didn't squeak into the playoffs. This isn't a stuck-in-purgatory bubble eighth seed Knicks team. This is a fucking, we're here with the, you know, it may not be the top tier Phillies, Brooklyn's Bucks, but we're here with you, Miami. We're here with you, the new Atlanta. And Boston's in the rear view. Speaking of we're here, this is uh, Kaiden. we here. Love Kaiden. The unsung what? hero. I love Kaiden. That's right. <laughs> the face of the Knicks fans out there. <laughs> Trotting him out on the court before the game. You guys want to hear some voicemails? Yeah. Let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Brandon from the GA. Let me tell you something. I just caught the last six minutes of the game against the Clippers. All I got to say is two words. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Y'all need to put some respect on his name. Quick. Quick. Let's go, Nick. 
<laughs> Fired up. I don't know if there's a bigger difference maker in the NBA than Derrick Rose. We mentioned on the last podcast how much better we've been since he joined the Knicks and when he plays. Over the last two weeks, Craig, Derrick Rose has been imp- as important to this team as Julius Randle has. Think about that. Think about that. Your starting point guard. Not, I mean, not your starting point no, guard. No, not your starting, starting point guard. guard. <laughs> <laughs> is a critical element of this team. The only difference, the only problem is he comes in in the second quarter in the end of the first. Which hasn't been a problem because he's getting the minutes. The problem is you got to get that other guy in the bench and I don't care who you put in. It hasn't place. been a problem because he's been so fucking good when he yeah. comes in. Yeah. A rose grows in the garden. <laughs> I don't even, that was, I think that was after the Clippers win. So I don't even know why he's saying a rose grows in the garden. I, I guess it's clever, though, right? A rose sure. grows in the garden. Beautiful. Rose it's poetry, Craig. Rose grows in the garden. <laughs> He's a rose where roses never grow. Can't. <laughs> I just I don't even. Ralph, are you okay? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Hey, fellas, it's TV. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. You know. Like, I don't know, is it is it more fun to have a team that's good? Or, I don't know, something inside me just feels kind of empty, you know? When they're winning and they're, and they're looking so competent. I don't know. Ha! <laughs> the fucking Knicks are back! <laughs> I was going to say. He got you us. Out of your mind. Uh, he you got us. should have seen Barry's face the whole about. time. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what the fuck is this fucker talking about? You, yeah, so depressed. the opposite you funny of guy, what you. you should be feeling. <laughs> you silly boy. God damn. This is Brandon at the GA. I just finished the Lakers game. We were so close. Oh, my God. Uh, highlights of the game, though. How about that no look from Frank and that knockdown three? There's still some value in the boys, so. Shit, we were so close. Anyways, no worries. Heads up. Um, on to the next one. Ah, it was it was devastating. That next morning, it was weighing so heavy on me that loss that it was like yeah. got my kids to school. I usually start work at like nine a.m. at home, and and I just like fell asleep on my couch from nine a.m. to ten a.m. just because I was so sad about really? the fucking Lakers. Thank loss. God there wasn't like a second game like a back-to-back the following day because i needed that that day craig i needed oh, that day to just that was tough grieve for that loss are you are you gonna be able to handle the playoffs i'm being serious i don't i was thinking that that no. day that i don't know if i'm ready because every single game is gonna be so crucial yeah every and possession just about, is just heightened if we get down like three games to one what it's gonna be like for those next few games you know every game being do or die dude i can barely handle a spurs game that means almost nothing at the end of the season or a lakers game that really did not mean all that much we basically had the playoffs locked in i may have to get a medical person to just stand there while i watch these games craig just to maybe monitor (laughs) my vitals during the game just to make sure i don't fucking you know i told you guys that i'm i've become superstitious about me working out during the games now I mentioned that a few weeks ago. So now, yeah, I mean, a few fucking, weeks ago. You dude, I, I'm, I work out for like three hours now during the games. <laughs> the whole game. It's, such, it's, it's, just, it's horrible. But I can't, I'm afraid not to. It's a playoff next life. It is a playoff next life. Woo! 
22 and a half wins my ass. All the best, boys. Let's fucking go. Wow. Woo. I never he heard it for Derek us. like that. Buck came in with, with the worst audio quality he's ever called in with, and I was nervous. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? But it was it was raw, though. It was raw, Craig. It was. Well, thank fuck for that. I love the woo. That's raw right there. Yeah. You know what he was thinking when he did that? Wow. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. Speaking of Daniel John, Knicks Nation Germany. What is up, guys? It's your boy DJ from Germany. Yeah. Playoffs. Here we go. Wow. Why are you breathing so hard, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> you know why. <laughs> What's going on? You're right. Yeah. Playoffs. Here we go. Wow. What a great feeling. Stop jerking off thinking about the playoffs, <laughs> Daniel. What the fuck is going on in Germany? I'm so hot on Frank. You know how he is. Frank's had a couple of good games. Wow. What a great feeling. I run around with a big smile on my face. <laughs> That's got to be a drop. Oh, God. It's not just when you come, like, it's, it's how hard you come. <laughs> Big smile on my face the whole day yesterday. And, uh, wow, great feeling. Back after eight fucking long years. That is something you would, like, call the girl from the night before and tell her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I was just thinking about uh, you and uh, Hilda. Hilda. Last night, I, I can't get the smile off my face. <laughs> we had that schnitzel. You had my schnitzel. You mean? <laughs> you had my schnitzel in your mouth. Pillow talk with DJ. Wow, feels so good, man. Big win against Spurs tonight. It was a tough win. It was an ugly win, but um, RJ and Burks saved us tonight. But to be honest, guys, Alfred fucking Payton deserves no minute on this team. <laughs> nothing nothing like celebrating a big win by shit-talking a guy who probably played 10 minutes the whole game, you know? Have you guys seen Tommy D on Twitter, how much he Sticks defends up for Alfred, Alfred yeah. Payton yeah. all you, the time? You can't ignore it. What is going on there? What, is, what does he have invested in that? He see he really wants to be right. Look, I I defended Alfred a lot last year, but you can't do that this year. You just can't. There's so much proof. It's in the numbers. It's in the eye test. It's game after game. Tib fucking knows it. We don't know the reason he's out there, but Tib fucking knows it, which is why he yanks him. No, he should not be out there. Did you see the Mark Berman question to Randall about Alfred? It was to Randall and Derek Rose, actually. Yes. You're playing starters minutes, but you're coming off the bench. Are you very happy with the comfort level of that? Are you not a, starting? Whatever the team needs. What's he going to say? Exactly. What's he going to say? You're talking about one of his teammates who's on the team. One of his boys. What's he going to say? Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. Alfred should be going to the bench. That, but... But certain people use that as a defense as to why everyone who thinks Alfred shouldn't start is crazy. Because even Randall thinks it's ridiculous. 
I mean, listen though. At this point, he played he played twelve minutes tonight. It's not like he's getting big minutes in the fourth quarter. I get that maybe you know if you don't start him, maybe things are a little different at the beginning of the game. But I don't know why everybody is worried so much about a guy who's been playing like 10, 12 minutes a game. Because it's a quarter of, it's one fourth of the game though, Jay. It's one, and the playoffs are, the playoffs, every fucking minute counts. You want to give up 12 minutes to this guy? And somebody tweeted out the other day, and this is totally right. It's like Thibodeau is spotting the other team points right from the get-go. Because you know they're going to go down when Alfred's on the court because he's always a fucking minus. Always. So why would you do that? It's like you're handicapping by having him in there. And you're a team that should not be handicapped. You need every fucking... Every fucking guy on the court on your team you need because this is this is a team we started off the season touting that there were a lack of talent. And they got to play above their heads, which they've done. They 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 way surpassed anybody's expectations. But having Peyton in there is weighing them down and it's putting them in the negative. Yeah, we can't get into holes every time we start the game and then again every time at the start of the second half. And I'm not saying it's Peyton's fault every time, but he doesn't help. He doesn't do anything positive. They led at the end of the first quarter tonight. They had the lead against the the Lakers at the end of the first quarter. That, that's going to happen, but they they don't they didn't have the lead because of Alfred. They had it they had it in spite of Alfred. But think about how much better they would be if Derrick Rose was starting or anyone else. Quickly, anyone anybody. else? So maybe he gets less time once we hit the playoffs. You know, he keeps him in the starting lineup just because that's what they've been doing. But he's got a quicker hook with him. He is averaging 1.3 points a game over his last three games. Our starting point guard. He's got four points total over his last three games. He's got this awful stretch right now where he gets in the lane and he can't put down it, put anything in for mid close. Clyde brought up a stat that the Knicks are 29th in the league in finishing within four feet of the basket. And in my head, I'm thinking that's Alfred Payton and it's R.J. Barrett. You know, I hate to say it, but R.J. misses a lot of those fucking close shots. A lot yes. of them, all season long. It's those two guys that are bringing that number down. In a season when most players on this current roster are having the best seasons of their careers, arguably, Alfred Payton is having probably his worst. Granted, his point total is the same as it's been like the last three or four years, at, you know, around 10. But his assist numbers, which are always at least six, a couple of seasons where he had above seven, he's down to 3.3. Yeah, he's never averaged less than 6.2. And listen, if he, if there was no better options on the team, you'd understand. But the the bottom the fact is, we got Derrick Rose, we got Emmanuel quickly, we got Alec Burks. We, like we said before, we have all these guys that Thibodeau trusts over him. If he was the best option, or or even the second best option, you could I mean you could make that argument. Well, what does it matter if Derrick Rose starts and Alfred comes in and backs him up? He's gonna get the same number of minutes. He shouldn't even be backing anyone up. Not only should he not be starting, shouldn't he be in the fucking ten man rotation. Thibodeau either has to sit him down or the Knicks have to come up with some fake bullshit injury that he has. He should not be starting or playing come playoff time. Is it right that he has the same agent as Julius Randle and that's yeah. the reason? Uh, I mean, it could be related. Potentially the reason. It could be related to the reason. It can't be the only reason, but it's definitely, point, it could be related to it. Let me ask you a question. Let's say it was, it is a business promise, right? That, that the Knicks... Someone in the front office promised Alfred and or his agent that he'd start the whole season. Right. Wouldn't at this point, doesn't Alfred, I mean, everyone on this team seems to be about the team. Wouldn't he go to go to Thibodeau or go to someone and say like, listen, or go to his agent and say, listen, I know that, I, that we made this deal, but we're fucking, like everyone else is playing so well. Derek Rose is playing so well. I feel like a fucking asshole that we made this deal. Now I have to start every game. All the Knicks fans hate me for it. I'm not. 
I shouldn't be starting. It shouldn't he what, what, if that was really true to say, step up and say something. Craig. I, I had the Are same thought. Craig, me? no, no, Craig, I had the same exact thought as you, but no, he, he would never say that. If there is no, a deal on, on there, that. he's not going to say that. No, no way. Really? There's no way. You're going to let your team go into the playoffs Craig, and you know risk how, Craig, you know how NBA a bigger players chance think. of losing? NBA players, are, even pride. Alfred, even Alfred thinks that they are the best player on the court at the, any given time. He thinks he deserves to be there. And I'm telling you, you go down the bench, everybody thinks they deserve to be there. How's the rest of the roster not furious about it? How are they so cool about it? Because maybe it's maybe they don't know about it. It hasn't come to light. Look, we all suspect it. There's no proof. Nobody knows for sure. It's the only explanation we have to tell ourselves. But, you know, if word got out to any of the players, chances are it would get out to the media and it would get out to us. So if there is such a deal, I'm sure the players don't know about it anyway. It's just sad that in this type of season that there would be such such a thing going on. Such a mystery. It's the fucking mystery of Alfred Payton. And Jay has been upset all year because he he worked on this meme he was hoping to use when they eventually benched Alfred. I thought it was gold. Basically, it's a meme of Alfred on, on Elf on a Shelf. It's a beautiful Photoshop job. Yeah, I really put in a lot of effort with that one. I don't know if it's beautiful. It's it's not, you know, it's it took a little bit of time. That was not a rush job. And this was early on. This was early on yeah. the season. It was like fucking months ago. <laughs> I never got to use it. It's just, it's disappointing. All right, Blandy, you know what time it is. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, have you ordered one recently? I have not. I have not, but um, I wanted to with the with last month with the deal, but I didn't. But now they've got a Memorial Day sale, so I might have to- Tell us about the sale, Blandy. Get in on that. Uh, 25% off any crumb cake or crumbkin site-wide from 510 through the 31st. But the, the cake of the month does not qualify for that, so just be aware. Oh. Well, I repeat, these are big Knicks fans. I just talked to them today, and they are extremely excited about the playoff run that the Knicks are about to they go They need on. to come up with some, like a special kind of playoff blend of some kind, don't they? Or like a blueberry and orange for a blue and orange. Some, something special to, to commemorate what's going on here. Guys, from holiday, from holiday gift boxes to their world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you can get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. Start things off here. The Draft Combine will take place in person, as it has uh, every year except for last year. Uh June 21st to the 27th in Chicago. They're basically going back to the to the old rules. Uh, so, you know, no uh, weird stuff like last year. Um, so there's that. Uh, A-Rod and the Timberwolves and A-Rod's partner today finally reached an agreement with the uh, Wolves uh, owners. They are purchasing the Timberwolves for $1.5 billion dollars. They had like a 30-day exclusive window and that had expired, but they were still negotiating in good faith after that. And so they they came to an agreement today. Uh, Speaking of uh, the Wolves, this Saturday will be the induction ceremony for last year's NBA Hall of Fame class because they weren't able to do it because of COVID. Um, And uh, three biggest names there are are Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and, and Kevin Garnett. And then on Saturday, I don't know if it's before or after, they'll announce who's actually going to be inducted 
for the 2021 class. They announced the 14 finalists a few weeks ago, but or maybe a month or so ago. But uh, So they will induct these new people and announce the next class. The league for the ninth consecutive season has broken their record for most three-pointers made per game. This year, there were 12.7 threes made per game, uh, which I think it's gone up like nine years in a row. Which, I mean, obviously, so much of the game now is just built around shooting from as, as deep as you possibly Steph can. Steph Curry fucking moved that needle this season by himself. Yeah. Crazy. So, And it's like a full half a, th- half a three higher than it was last year. Last year, it was like 12-2. Now it's at 12-7. So you got that. Um, the NBA has created a new award for social justice and racial equality that they are um, naming in honor of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. During the playoffs, they'll announce the first winner. That person will get 100 grand from the league to donate to an organization of his choosing. And then last but not least, we had this week this. Gallinari. The fadeaway. And there it is. History. Russell Westbrook has just surpassed Oscar Robertson. It lasted 47 years. And now Russell Westbrook stands there all alone. Russell Westbrook recording his 182nd triple double, breaking Oscar Robertson's uh, record. Yeah, watch that game. They were were playing the Hawks, and they were down big, and then he almost brought them all the way back. And then he missed a shot. And he missed a three to to win it at the end. I've got audio of him after the game. Do you want to hear it or no? No. Okay. That's this a, is a fucking Knicks show. Do you want to hear it, Barry? I'll leave it up to you. you no, didn't no, you no. Barry me said last no. Week you wanted me to bring some audio that, in. That so was Carmelo. Is, it's different. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? And then just uh, before the playoffs start, Jalen Brown of the Celtics out rest of the season. He has to have wrist surgery, and Victor Oladipo is out with a quad injury for the Heat. He's done for the season as well. Um, and uh, that's the way. The basketball bounces. I don't give a shit about the Mavs record at this point because obviously it's not a good pick. So, all right, guys, that's gonna do it for today's show. Guys, we're gonna have to do these podcasts into the playoffs. Are you ready for that? We're gonna have to do them like after every game. We're have playoff podcasts? Crazy. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? You can contact us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. That's where we get all of our international listeners to send voicemails. So if you want to join the likes of, wow, this feels so good. This feels so good, man. Or the likes of, I'm just fangirling about them right now. You can leave our voicemails all playoffs long at it's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. Just send us an audio clip. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Blandy. At Blandy Hooper. And you can always leave us voicemails the traditional way by calling us like Ralph knows. I thought you were going to play a clip. 516-33-MESH-1. <laughs> but we don't even need to play clips of Ralph because he just leaves us new clips every week that, that we don't even need to play drops of Ralph. You know what's nice about Ralph's most recent voicemails, though? It's not like those that drone on for minutes and minutes and minutes. His is just like a one-liner. <laughs> Yay, the Knicks win! Yay! His voicemails are either three seconds or seven minutes long. <laughs> Our next podcast, Craig, is going to be a playoff series preview pod. 
You think so? Most likely, right? All right, so we'll know who we're playing or not yet. We'll know after the last game. All the games on Sunday are going to end in the afternoon, so we'll know. By Sunday oh, right, because we can't. It has nothing to do with the play-in tournament. Right, right. so it won't Mix matter. out of that. Oh, boy. Goodness. We were hoping for a fucking 10 seed not too long ago. Uh, remember, wherever you listen to the show, you can leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. Jay, give us the schedule for the final two games. This is easy. This is exciting. Charlotte. Boston. Two games left in the season. 39 and 31. We're going for 40 wins plus here. Barry? Craig? Are we going to get to 40? Hell yeah. 40 we're going to get to. Landy? Are we going to get to 40? Yes. I think if we didn't have to, if they weren't still trying to get that that four seed, I you know, then maybe they take a couple of games off and they go a little easy, but I think they want that four, and so they're going to do whatever they can to get it. Barry, did you ever get playoff tickets? You can't get them yet. Oh, when can you get them? I don't know. I'm, I'm, but listen, I got my ear to the grindstone. As soon as they say I could get them, I'm fucking going after them. The problem, there may be a problem, which I already started talking to my wife about. I was like, Jordana, what if Uh-oh. What if I could? I, I already told her I'm going to the playoffs. Yeah. I said, um, you know, but what if I can only afford two tickets and not three? You know, who do I, who do I take? Trey. I thought that. He, he's 10. If he, was, no. if he was 12... Then no. definitely. Ten, uh, even though he's been watching like practically every game with me, or at least the start of every game with me, I still don't think I would take him. It would be, no, it would be one of you guys. That. No, take that guy you that. went with uh, earlier in the season. That guy I went with earlier Yeah, the, the one that you blew us yeah. off for. Oh, no, 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 no. No way. Might as well. No way. <laughs> you can't take one of us. You, you can't. How much, how much are the tickets? I mean, I'm assuming they're going to be over $1,000 each. They gotta be. Well, what if you got them like regular, the regular way, not from like you know a third party site? No, no, still they gotta be over a thousand dollars each. There's only gonna be five thousand tickets dollars a no piece. No way. Yes. No, no way. In the, Barry, in the lower bowl. Honestly, I don't want you to get those tickets. Barry. In the hundred no section, way. they're gonna be over a thousand dollars a piece, dude. Well, you don't need to be in the hundred. Yes, I do. Section. Yeah. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. That's that's insanity. Give me once in eight years. It's not. No, that's crazy. I agree. No, that's your that's your guys' thing. <laughs> Uh. All right, well, (laughs) until next time, until playoff time. Yeah, boy. It is a hard. Actually, it's not a hard. It's not, though. It is a playoff. What do we do? Do we change it? No, we're not changing it. You know what a pain in the ass that is to change the name of a podcast? No, I don't mean change the name. I just mean for right now, change change what we say. You lose, like, everything, I think, if you change the name of your show. Well, right now it is hard because we're looking for that fourth fourth place spot right or at least fifth dude it's always gonna be hard we're gonna get knocked and like unless we win the championship we're gonna be sitting here crying one day after we get knocked out in sixth oh yeah that lakers game hurt us this much come on oh then yes i remember what a nervous wreck i was in the 90s oh well that was horrible yeah that was brutal all right guys until next until next time it is a hard nicks life Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.